Greetings, and welcome to Episode 10 of Ending the Sexual Dark Age. I'm J.V. Altharos, and I'll be your guide to a happier, healthier sexuality, if you let me. For over a thousand years, human sexuality has been driven by fear, shame, and misinformation. I'm fucking sick of it, and this show is my attempt to shine some light through a curtain that's existed for far too long. If you're a new listener and you enjoy the show, I strongly recommend checking out the back catalog to catch up with the rest of us. Today, I'm going to be talking about blowjobs, and I'm in an especially good mood since Shara was reading my notes this morning and decided to wake me up with one. I'll tell you what, when a guy wakes up to a blowjob, it's like he starts the day with a force field that makes him immune to negativity. In fact, I have an official policy regarding blowjobs that reflects the general male attitude towards getting head. Girls, your man probably already thinks like this, even if he hasn't mustered the nerve to tell you so. It is my policy that any time my girl wants to suck my cock, she gets to. Period. She's expressly encouraged to wake me up in the middle of the night if the mood strikes her. A guy would rather have a blowjob at 4am than a good night's sleep. He'd rather have a blowjob than be on time for a party. He'd rather have a blowjob than eat a hot meal. Anything short of life and death emergencies can wait 10 or 15 minutes for a little bit ahead. There are some simple truths of sexuality that you're not going to hear from someone who isn't shamelessly, brutally honest, and this episode is about one of those truths. So here goes. Girls, if you don't suck dick, you're a lousy fuck. Period. I don't care what you might have heard from Mommy or Oprah or Betty Friedan. Sex is a sport, and without oral, you're not even playing half the game. Think for a moment about the women in history who were sexual legends. I have no personal knowledge, yet I am still confident in guaranteeing that they weren't just cocksuckers, they were champion cocksuckers. Fellatio artists, if you will. You think Marilyn Monroe seduced a president by refusing to suck cock? You think Cleopatra got the support of the entire Roman Empire by telling Mark Antony he had to go down the hall for a hummer? Fuck no, they didn't. And while I'm at it, I'd like to reclaim the word cocksucker from the dark land of pejoratives when it's used in reference to a woman. Cocksucker is a compliment in my house, and it should be in yours as well. Allowing it to remain a pejorative lends an innate negative connotation to the word, and, by extension, casts the shadow of the dark age on sucking dick altogether. Champion cocksucker is a moniker any woman should be proud to wear, not that she's likely to want you announcing it at the dinner table. Probably. I often try to allow room for personal preferences and desires when I'm making pronouncements, but in this case, I'm confident saying that I can't think of one reasonable exception. I repeat, girls, if you don't suck dick, you're a lousy fuck, and there's only one thing you can do about it. There are indeed things that guys need to do in order to make sure their tool is inviting and well-maintained, and I will get to those in good time here. Overall, this is a really simple concept. I've already spent nine episodes telling the guys to do their part from a bunch of different directions, and this time, it's your turn. Guys need to go down on you in order to get most of you off at all. You need your pussy licked for physical gratification and satisfaction. Sure, he can get off by sticking it in your pussy, but guys need their cocks sucked for intellectual and emotional satisfaction. This is one of the ways in which men and women see the world differently. While I'm certain your pussy is warm, wet, and inviting, it's not magical. It's not some special crotch mutation that allows you to cop out and be lazy. You are not the one woman whose pussy is so fantastic she can please a man without smoking some pole. A minute ago, I said that I couldn't imagine one reasonable exception, but in the name of the infinite universe, I do allow room for the possibility that somewhere, theoretically, there could be exceptional circumstances. For example, if a genie lives inside your pussy and he grants a wish to anyone who sticks his dick in there, you don't have to suck cock to be a terrific fuck. 
If you spread your legs and a leprechaun pops out with a pot of gold, you don't need to suck cock. And let's be clear, if there's no pot of gold, the leprechaun better suck cock. Unless you've got something like that going on, you need to suck dick just like the rest of the girls. If you don't suck dick and your guy pretends he's okay with it, he's a victim of the sexual dark age. And you're victimizing him. He might have gone all through life without ever having a decent blowjob. You personally made the decision that no man you fuck will ever really feel sexually appreciated, and that puts you on the wrong side of the dark curtain. If you need a guy to go down on you to get you off, but you refuse to go down on him, you're basically waving the white flag on sex altogether. As a guy who's had more than my share of absolutely outstanding blowjobs, I can honestly say that in most cases, a woman who doesn't suck dick is barely worth fucking at all. Just about any guy who's had a proper blowjob in his life will agree with me on that, even if the part of him that agrees has been emasculated and suppressed by the sexual dark age. Seriously, if you refuse to do your part sexually and don't suck cock, you should have a warning label somewhere visible when you go on a first date. Society teaches women that sex is something that's supposed to take a back seat, but it isn't. It's one of the defining aspects of our adult lives and happiness. If you're a woman who thinks you're too special to suck some dick, you need to get the fuck over it. Guys love blowjobs for more reasons than most women realize. First and foremost, it's great to just lay back and get taken care of. I'm not being sexist when I observe that we are the ones who usually do most of the work. All women should spend some time riding the sausage cowboy, but very few spend a lot of time on top. Fucking is an athletic experience, and if you're doing it right, it can be absolutely fucking exhausting. Blowjobs are pretty much the only time we're able to lay back and get off. There's a lot more going into our love of blowjobs, though, than just the physical pleasure or the orgasm. Guys see a blowjob as an expression of appreciation for the work that we do the rest of the time. Granted, the guy should be doing his part to earn that appreciation, but if he is, then sucking cock is the best way for you to show it. Simple truths like this can trip up some women, because you girls are way more complicated than we are, and you tend to project that onto us, assuming that we are just as complex. We are not. Making a given woman feel appreciated is a mind-boggling equation that we can spend years trying to decode, and an equation that I talk about a lot on this show to help the guys along with the math. Making a man feel appreciated can be effectively and thoroughly accomplished with nothing more than regularly scheduled, enthusiastic blowjobs. In fact, for guys, this is pretty much an appropriate expression of appreciation or gratitude for anything. Sucking dick can get you out of buying presents, cooking special dinners, or pretty much anything else you think we want you to do as a show of appreciation. If you're ever inclined to do something nice for us, just remember that a blowjob is always on the top of our list. Without gross excess, you're unlikely to buy a man a gift he wouldn't trade for a Hummer or two. In addition, if you're good at it, sucking dick is a get-out-of-jail-free card for most of the things you might ever do to piss a guy off. As far as apologies go, a blowjob is also at the top of that list. I dare say there are few offenses or insults that can't be totally washed away by a six-pack of pizza and a blowjob. So girls, be advised. Want to do something nice for your man that he will really appreciate and think about for a long time? Blowjob. Accidentally ran into his car pulling into the driveway? Blowjob. Broke or lost something that is a cherished memento of his childhood? Blowjob. Totally spaced out on something really important to him? Blowjob. Want him to see you as a truly amazing, utterly fantastic fuck? Surprise, blowjob. 
A guy can carry the memory of a surprise blowjob with him to the darkest corners of the earth and hold on to it as proof that life is worth living. That's how much we like blowjobs. And, for the record, this is the part of my notes that got me blown this morning. As a special bonus for the girls, sucking dick makes you more beautiful. No shit. Women focus a lot on how we see them. They worry about whether we like their hair or how they look in a given outfit. They spend amazing amounts of time in the pursuit of beauty, mostly to look good for us. We appreciate it. Girls, with all the things that you do to look beautiful for us, it's insane to skip the easiest step that there is, because when a guy is sexually involved with a woman, she never looks more beautiful than she does with his dick in her mouth. Ever. As a quick illustration, there is rarely more time and effort spent on beauty and glamour than on a woman's wedding day. She wants to be the most beautiful she's ever been, puts a ton of extra work into it to make it happen, and usually succeeds. Now, ask any married guy to conjure two pictures in his mind. One is of his wife at the altar, looking her best, the most beautiful she's ever been. And another is a mental picture of her in the limo, right after the ceremony, sucking his cock. Then, ask him which picture makes her look more beautiful. Any honest man will only answer one way. That's right, girls. Even on your finest day, when you have put forth your best effort, your man would have thought you were more beautiful with his dick in your mouth. There's a natural high for a guy that goes along with looking down at you when you're blowing us, especially if we can see that you enjoy it. It's validation and reinforcement that you find us sexy, and it makes us more attracted to you in a way that nothing else can. From my perspective, as a guy, there is nothing sexier than a woman who loves to suck cock, except a woman who loves to suck my cock. In some ways, girls, we really are simple creatures. Embrace it and use it to your advantage. One of the many myths of the sexual dark age is that sucking cock is somehow demeaning or degrading to women. Some guys have actually bought into this jackassery to the extent that they won't let a woman suck them off. This is also a great example of how some women really do enjoy it. Once upon a time, a casual playmate of mine started dating this new guy. Everything was great between them, except that he wouldn't let her suck his cock. I, I made her say it to me like two or three times because I didn't believe her. The reason was that he thought giving head was degrading to women, and he wouldn't allow her to do anything that would degrade her. This is also the type of guy that treats women like they're made of porcelain during sex, and possibly hasn't ever given a proper, thorough fucking to anyone. The girl I'm talking about also happened to love sucking dick. I mean, she loved it. Specifically, she liked getting tied to a bed and fucked in the mouth while she was helpless. There are a lot of women who would actually love to try that with a guy they trust, and you girls know who you are. At least half of you are blushing right now. She ended up telling him that she wanted to keep things casual with him, and then called me, I shit you not, to ask if it was okay to come over and blow me. Being a single guy at the time, my response was, uh, well, uh, let me check my uh, calendar. Yeah, when can you be here? For both guys and girls, giving head is an integral part of healthy sexuality and a good sex life. Anyone telling you differently is a prophet of the dark age trying to sell you a truckload of bullshit. Is it degrading? Oh, I don't know. Is it degrading to explore your sexual desires? Well, no. Is it degrading to share a sexual thrill with your playmate? No. In fact, in general, if you like it, it's not degrading. The dogma of the sexual dark age dictates that you feel ashamed for enjoying anything that society deems to be degrading. Well, who the fuck is society? I don't mind society dictating how I drive, how I interact with others on a day-to-day -day basis, how I accomplish my banking, 
But I will not have society dictating how or who I fuck. What does society know about what satisfies or pleases you, me, or anyone else? Nothing. Now we get to the technique portion of the show, subtitled, How to Suck Start a Harley. The moral of the story is that every one of you girls needs to become a samurai of the schlong. Don't just suck dick. Love sucking dick. It's the same thing I've been telling the guys about licking pussy, with you girls cheering me on, mind you. And it's just as true with the roles reversed. I promise, any guy on earth can tell the difference between a woman who actually likes it and one who sees it as a chore. If you're just trying to get it over with, it's patently obvious, which makes you a lousy cocksucker and therefore a lousy fuck. It's obvious because women who enjoy sucking dick are just plain better at it. Exponentially better, matter of fact. Don't just be a cocksucker. Follow in the footsteps of history's sexually legendary women. Be a fellatio artist. The most important step in being a good little cocksucker is learning how to enjoy it. And I don't want to hear anything about it being gross. You lose the right to the ew excuse when you start letting guys stick their dicks anywhere inside you. We teach ourselves to enjoy all kinds of things that might not necessarily be immediately appealing, and alcohol is actually an excellent example of that. Almost nobody takes their first drink of liquor and thinks, Man, this tastes fucking awesome! Actually, it's kind of weird and nasty, but it gives you a buzz, and it makes you feel like you're cool, and the grown-ups do it, so you learn how to enjoy it. Guys have to learn how to enjoy licking pussy, and you have to learn how to enjoy sucking cock. As with anything else, developing a taste for something is all about practice, practice, practice. And none of us are born being good at anything. Practice and paying attention is how we learn how to do better. Now, since I'm talking to the women, learning to enjoy anything sexual for you is all about what's going on in your head, so I'm going to give you a little more help with that. Going down on a guy defines how he sees you sexually, and getting on board with that simple fact can do a lot to support a good attitude towards sucking cock. Remember that everyone should always strive to be the best lever their playmate has ever had, and you will not accomplish that unless you're not only doing it, but enjoying it. If you take your time, get into it, tease him a little, try new things when you think of him, look up at him with a cock in your mouth and love in your eyes, that sets the tone for his entire sexual attitude towards you. If you do most of the work in your hand, look bored, make nasty faces when you think he's not looking, and take three licks before asking him to stick it in, that will set the tone of his entire sexual attitude towards you. Does that sound like a good idea? Fuck no it doesn't, because it isn't. Head will also make him a happier, better-adjusted person overall, and that will reflect on your entire relationship. Guys in monogamous relationships who get blown on a regular basis aren't as likely to fuck around on their women because they feel attractive and appreciated. And people don't just cheat with the body, they start to cheat when there's something they're not getting with what they have. For both men and women, that can be the feeling that they are attractive and appreciated. I'll continue to say that you have two separate relationships with any man, one with the guy and one with his cock. Giving head is the most important time you spend building and maintaining that important relationship with his cock. No matter how much you might adore him, if you're not whispering it into his schlong, then he's not getting the whole message. As far as actual technique, like most topics, I'll give you some basic ideas and pointers for you to play with. Every person is different and has different sexual ideals, but just like I've been beating the guys over the head with the need to experiment and pay attention while playing with your pussy, you need to do the same with his cock. First and foremost, you need to remember that sucking cock is sex, regardless of what Bill Clinton may have claimed. 
And the sex is a symphony rule applies. You need to learn a bunch of different little things that a given guy might enjoy, from circling his crown with your tongue to slowly licking your way up the shaft. And you need to experiment with them and see what your guy likes. Once you find 15 or 20 different little things that he likes, and I assure you when it comes to getting his cock sucked, there's more than 15 or 20, you'll have a great, uh, call. think of it as an artist's palette, you know, different colors, different things that you can use to make every blowjob a little bit different, every blowjob fantastic, and everyone something that he will remember and think about for days, if not weeks to come. You also don't have to use your mouth for everything. Remember, you've got two hands, and you should be using at least one of them for something. Once he gets nice and slippery, try twisting your hand back and forth on the shaft while you're bobbing on the knob, or juggling his balls while you're licking on the shaft. Get creative. The idea is to try every sensation that a tongue, lips, and hand can deliver, and then pay attention to see what he likes. If you're not too bashful, make eye contact some of the time, and take a second to tell him how much you love sucking his cock. There are a lot of jokes out there in the mainstream consciousness about teeth dragging. Women should be conscious about this, but not paranoid. Some women will basically curl their lips back to cover their teeth, but for most guys that's really not necessary, and it actually makes your lips more rigid and less suited to the job at hand. If you're getting enthusiastic, which we want you to do, you're going to drag your teeth a little. That actually has a little bit of a tendency to delay the orgasm, thus extending the blowjob, which is also fine with us. So be aware of dragging teeth, but don't be paranoid about it. Trying various positions or angles of approach is also important. Most cocks have a little bit of a curve to them, and they'll interact differently with your mouth depending on what angle you're coming from. For example, when learning to deep throat, a lot of women have an easier time doing it in some variant of a 69-ish position than being down between a guy's legs or on their knees while a guy's sitting or standing. Regardless of whether you're working on your sausage swallowing act, the point here is that trying various positions might help you find one that you are especially comfortable in, which will allow you to enjoy sucking dick more, which will make you a better cocksucker and will make him enjoy it more. Everybody wins. And I assure you, a guy is willing to sit down or lay down pretty much however you prefer in order to encourage you to suck more dick. I'll let Shara take the floor in a little bit regarding tips on deep-throating, but I'll tell you now that it is the single most impressive cock-sucking skill on the planet. There is nothing in the world like feeling lips wrapped around the base of your cock with a tongue working the whole length of it. Nothing. In. The. World. One big downside to having a monster cock is that you're probably never going to find a woman able to take the whole thing in any of her holes. But no matter what a guy is packing, he's going to appreciate the effort. Deep-throating takes time to master because you have to learn to suppress your gag reflex, but I can promise you any guy will be happy to let you practice while you're learning. If you come right out and ask him, you will gain some immediate bonus points on the sexy meter. I'm not going to waste time going into detail about every little thing you can do with your hands and mouth. Partially to avoid just rattling off a ginormous list, but mostly to encourage you to practice and experiment on your own. There are, however, a few little entertaining tricks you can toss in once in a while to make things a little more interesting. A blowjob before sex will tend to make the guy last longer in round two while he's fucking you, which I've mentioned before. I believe that was episode four. Just taking the time to blow him and go on about your day will make him feel like he's the king of the fucking world. That's also good for both of you, so remember to make use of that trick sometimes, too. Having an ice cube or a cough drop in your mouth while going down also opens up a whole range of exciting sensations. You need to be careful with ice because your regular home freezer-sized ice cubes are big enough that they can actually freeze tissue locally, which is bad. You're better off with the chipped ice style stuff that you generally get like from fast food places. There's also a reason for the term Hummer. 
Guys can use this trick on you too, and I'll be telling them about it in the next full episode. And like any little trick, you don't want to do it all the time, but just humming a little here and there while he's in your mouth will pass those vibrations right through to his cock, and he will probably love it. Now it's time to talk about what to do with that nice big load when the moment comes. An old friend of mine used to say that at the end of a blowjob, a woman has three options, spit, swallow, or duck. I have amended that with wear it. So your four options are spit, swallow, duck, or wear it. Some women truly enjoy having a guy blow a load on them, and most that like it have a preferred part of their body that they like to have basted with baby batter. So girls, your options are spit, swallow, duck, or wear it. Let's examine those options a little more closely. Spitting isn't a real option. I'm sorry, but blowing a load into a woman's mouth only to have her race to the bathroom and spew it into the toilet just isn't sexy. Ducking also isn't a real long-term option, because it's basically making a mess for no good reason. No guy likes to finish a blowjob by squirting all over his own belly or all over the bedspread, unless the rest of the blowjob is ridiculously good. And by ridiculously good, I mean, oh, ridiculously good. So ducking, in almost all circumstances, is also not sexy. So the feasible options are swallow, wear it, or some combination of the two. Taking a load to the rack or face also isn't always practical, even if you're one of the women who does enjoy it. So, the only option we're left that's accessible to everyone all the time is swallowing. Yes, girls, you need to swallow. Yes, you too. And before anyone starts whining about something being gross, I'll tell you that a guy's average load is about a tablespoon of jizz. I'm not sure how much pussy juice we lap up when we're eating at the Y, but I bet you it's a fuck of a lot more than a tablespoon. If you really don't like the taste, have something to drink handy. Nobody's going to mind you grabbing a glass of water or whatever before gobbling the knob. Every guy's jizz does taste a little different. The same goes for pussy. Some women say they won't swallow because they don't like the taste. Mind you, pretty much all these girls like having their pussies licked just fine. Still, there are some simple things guys can do to improve the taste of their jizz, and better is always better, even if your girl already likes it. Baby batter is primarily made of sugar and protein along with various nutrients. It's less than 1% actual sperm. It's been demonstrated to improve tone and complexion when rubbed into the skin, matter of fact. So, here's a quick list of things that can each improve the taste of your load. Reduce caffeine and alcohol consumption. Drink more water. A well-hydrated system flushes out toxins more effectively and efficiently, and toxins play a big part in making jizz taste bitter. Eat more fruit, especially pineapple, strawberries, melon, apples, or grapes. Remember, jizz is a bodily fluid. What goes in is what comes out. Put sweet stuff in, get sweet stuff out. Veggies are also helpful, aside from a few notable exceptions like cauliflower, broccoli, asparagus, and cabbage. It's actually my official policy that there has never been a good idea involving a cabbage, but that's beside the point. Basically, anything that increases the chance of you uncontrollably farting isn't helping the taste of your sperm. Also, avoid extremely spicy food. The spice comes out the other end, just like the sweetness does. Finally, you can generally try to cut down on foods with a lot of chemicals and preservatives. Now, for a lot of us in the modern world, that means, you know, stop e stopping eating like half of what we eat. But, you know, just make the effort. Better is always better. One step at a time. Get it in your head and make better choices when you have the option to make better choices. Making any of those changes in diet and habit will improve the taste of your sperm and will probably get you blown more often. In the name of open communication, you should try asking your girl if she likes the way you taste. If she already loves it, that saves you the hassle of making a bunch of needless and possibly annoying changes in your diet. 
If she doesn't like how the cream filling is already flavored, she's much more likely to tell you if you're the one asking the question. Remember, society has taught her to just shut up and deal, so broaching the topic yourself might be the only way you ever hear about it. And there are plenty of other general tips for guys. For starters, you do not turn down blowjobs from a woman that you're sexually involved with. You don't do it. You may have done it in the past, but as of today, you don't do it anymore. It's bad for business. A great sex life requires that you encourage your woman to blow you as often as possible, and turning her down does not help. If she wakes you up in the middle of the night to suck your cock, the proper response is, thanks, baby. A tip to the girls, although you may never have tried this on your own, you can wake your guy's cock up before the rest of him wakes up. Believe me, play with it a little bit while he's dreaming. It'll be rock hard. You start sucking on it. He wakes up, looks down. You have made his month. You guys also need to let your girls know when they're doing it right. This doesn't require conversations at dinner, just some well-placed reinforcement. Softly saying little things like, oh yeah, baby, just like that, and letting out a well-timed sigh or a moan will not only let her know what you like specifically, because we're trying to get her to experiment, remember, it'll also reinforce the knowledge that you are enjoying it. She will get more out of it knowing for sure that you're really enjoying it. Another great thing to do is run your fingers through her hair. Not pulling it, well, not necessarily. She may like that, she may not. A lot of women do enjoy the feel of a firm grip on the back of their head. Just try softly running your fingers through her hair while she's going down on you. Think scalp massage. If her hair's getting in the way, as it tends to do once a cock gets covered in slobber, then hold her hair back for her. In a little bit of a kinky, kind of perverted way, it's a gentlemanly thing to do, and in reality, you just don't want her distracted by dealing with hair sticking to your saliva-covered cock, while you obviously want her focusing on your cock and not on her hair. The single biggest thing a guy can do to encourage regular skull sessions is to spend some time trimming the trees and dealing with that forest of pubes that most of you nasty bastards have growing down there. Women are accustomed to shaving most or all the hair off their body. But guys generally don't think much about anything farther south than the face. You need to start thinking. You guys need to manage the fucking lawn and keep your equipment nice and inviting. When a woman has to take a break from sucking dick to fish a pube out of the back of her throat, neither of you is enjoying it. It's just an unsexy moment. And it's your fault for thinking you can let the jungle grow wild. Shorter trimmed pubes are less likely to fall out or get pulled out and mess up the mojo. There are a lot of benefits to trimming and shaving for a guy, actually. First off, it makes your dick look bigger, and who doesn't like making their dick look bigger? Second, properly managed pubes don't become a nasty, sopping mess once the saliva or other juices start to flow. This goes for sweat as well. Pubes collect sweat and tend to give you crotch funk. Third, women enjoy the act of giving head more when they're not pruning back the brush with a machete to find your cock. Last, but definitely not least, proper lawn care is one more way to show your girl that you give a shit about her sexual experience and you're willing to take steps for her that most guys don't bother with. So, regarding the how-to of keeping your pubes managed, every man should own a beard trimmer, whether he wears a beard or not. They're excellent little tools for managing all kinds of body hair, even though you need to be especially careful with them around your balls. Especially careful. Electric trimmers are hell on random thin little folds of scrotum, and if you ever nick yourself with one of them, you will spend a few seconds wondering if you should just kill yourself to make the fucking pain stop. The right way to trim is going to depend on how much body hair you have overall. For example, a guy like me with a decent amount of hair looks fucking ridiculous with their entire pelvis shaved. Most women like some pubes on a guy if they're trimmed. You want to trim most of your pubes to around half to three-quarter inch long. 
That's when they're stretched out. Just pull a patch straight out and trim it with the electric trimmer. Actually, managing your cock and balls is a little more complicated, but there are some options there. Some guys think that there's something emasculating about shaving their balls. You know, like, uh, well, if uh, I would have gotten made fun of it for it in the uh, high school locker room, then it must not be manly. Remember, the high school locker room doesn't know shit about anything. Guys, if this describes you, then you need to get the fuck over it. I personally don't think there's anything emasculating about having balls that my woman loves to lick. That might just be me, but I doubt it. In fact, if you've never shaved, you've never actually felt what getting your balls properly licked feels like. Nobody likes to lick or suck anything that's covered in fur. The electric trimmers are okay to trim back the sack hair before going much farther with it, but as I said, you don't want to get those trimmers too close. The same razor you use for your face will work fine on your balls, but you probably want to avoid the ridiculous five-blade, you know, spinning, light-up, fucking stupid razors that Gillette seems to be trying to sell to us now. I personally like the Sensor Excel, which is two blades with a lube strip, and it is still available from Gillette. Shaving shaft hair is way easier to do with a semi-hard on, so you want to wake Mr. Willie up a little. Use plenty of shaving cream that is a sensitive skin variety, I like Edge Gel. Anything involving your balls should always get the sensitive skin variety by default. Use a razor to clean up the hairs around the base of your shaft. Shaving balls can be a little bit frustrating because there are so many folds of skin and the skin is so tender. The best method I've found is to stretch out a given section flat, then float the razor over it a few times, then move to another section. If you're shaving for the first time or the first time in a while, you probably want to give up before you're perfectly smooth because your skin will start getting irritated. Just go back and finish up a couple days later, then maintenance is easy every few days. You should always be shaving right before getting in the shower, as the hot water will deal with any nicks left by the razor and stop any minor bleeding. A few months ago, I decided to try Nair for the first time, and I personally will never take a razor to my balls ever again. Like I said, shaving a ball sack is an aggravating, pain-in-the-ass experience. You girls, if your man shaves his balls, you better fucking appreciate that, because that's like a 15-minute job with your hands slipping all the time. It's just, it's not fun. He must really like you if he's actually shaving. Like I said, shaving a ball sack is an aggravating experience, and I wish I'd tried Nair a long time ago. Slap it all over your balls, wait five minutes, take a shower, Wipe it off with a washcloth. Presto, change nice smooth scrotum. Just make sure you follow the directions on the Nair exactly. All right, so now it's time to welcome Shara to the show. How are you doing this evening? I'm doing pretty good. How about you? Oh, I'm doing pretty well. I woke up especially happy this morning. Thank you very much for that. I already ratted you out to the listeners. Oh, you did? I did. Oh, see, there you go, making me blush again. Yeah, I know, but it's so fun to look at. <laughs> All right, now, I promised the girls earlier that uh, I would make sure that I had you talk a little bit about deep-throating, because you are extremely good at it. So I figured, you know, from as someone who's never sucked a cock, I figured you would be much more appropriate person to give the girls advice about how to swallow one. Okay, well, uh, it just kind of came natural for me, to be honest. I think that you have to enjoy doing it, and a lot of women, girls, probably don't enjoy it. I truly enjoy it. For me, sucking cock is something that I really enjoy doing. So for me, I really, besides enjoying it, I am very intimate with you, which makes it even more enjoyable. I've been in relationships before, and it's still been fun for me. But with you, it's extremely enjoyable. I love taking my time. I love to lick slow and take every moment in. But I think you have to know your your mate's pace, what they enjoy. So if it's a quick relationship, like you just meet them and you decide to go out with them and you decide, okay, I want to suck his cock tonight or it's something he's really into, 
if you don't know him really well, you st- I I would go with starting off slow and easy and oh, you'd still suck his cock. <laughs> Not telling. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so I mean, but uh, back to deep throating. Now, is that I mean, were you were you born with that skill? Is it something you had to teach yourself how to do? Did you have any challenges? I think that you worked with me a little bit on improving it. Okay. I think that um, I was very fortunate and always enjoyed doing it. But you helped me take it to another level to go even further and deeper. And uh, there you go. See, making me blush again. And I'm thank goodness I'm on radio. <laughs> But um Well, you happen to like being grabbed by the back of your head and you know, just skull fucked, so that makes it easier for me too. So <laughs> moving on, no. <laughs> I I truly do enjoy it with you and, and I think that that's important. I think that you have to really enjoy the person that you're with. And I wanna make I wanna please you and I wanna make you happy. So knowing what it is that you like. Do you like it fast? Do you like it slow or a little bit of both? And you're a little bit of both. You like it slow and then sometimes when you're grabbing thy hair and taking that skull then yeah it's gonna go a little faster but as as a note for all the guys out there you know that because i tell you that yes i think that that's very important some men will say my wife doesn't want to give me a blowjob or she doesn't believe in it or you know i think it's important that you work on like that blowjobs are the easter bunny i don't <laughs> believe in blowjobs <laughs> well i some of them, it goes back to your religion episode. Some people, it's very difficult for them because whether they're Catholic or Lutheran or whatever, it's, you know, no, it's taboo. You don't do that. And uh, if your mate really enjoys that and you want to make them happy, then I think it's important to make that person happy. It's a stronger relationship. But I've had I've had a lot of people tell me, my wife doesn't want to give me a blowjob or my girlfriend doesn't or I don't know how to approach it. And... I think that it's I something. Know how to approach it. <laughs> yes, you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I think it's important to be very open in communication, and you're very good at that. All right. So uh, I talked a little bit. Uh, actually, I kind of bitched at the guys about the fact that most do not even make any attempt to manage their pubes. Now, uh, it's just as a little bit of reinforcement for some of the things I'm saying, and, and she has not listened to the most of the episodes. She read some of my notes, but she has not listened to what I recorded earlier. Uh, when you and your friends are talking dicks, I mean, do, do women, do you hear women complain a lot about a lack of pube management or do they just give up and not go down there at all? Uh, for the majority, I think a lot of them just don't go down there at all. I think with you, I've been pretty open and honest with you, but you've been pretty good about always maintaining it. But um, if a man really wants to have the his woman really, you know, lick the balls and everything, then I think it's really important to make sure it's nice and cleanly shaven. Right. If you're having a garden party, you better mow the lawn. Turn <laughs> exactly. back the bushes. Yeah. Exactly. Just like the men like the women to do that. All right. Now, do you, from a woman's perspective, do you have any tips for the guys about how to get blown more often? Uh, well, first of all, like you said, managing uh, the the whole area down there. Cutting back the jungle. <laughs> yeah, as you put it, cutting back the jungle. I don't know if you... Skin in the Wookiee. <laughs> I don't know if you shared... A tip of using Nair works really well. Oh, I did. Okay, because that really... Uh, Seriously, guys, wish I would have found that shit like 15, (laughs) 20 years ago. I shit you not. (laughs) It is great. I just Uh, always saw B-movies and shit of guys, you know, putting it on and it all burning and being chemical burns and shit. Really, It's not that bad. No, you really... It's And it's been great. I mean, you've never complained about it? Yeah, no, you can tell it's working. But I mean, you know, compared to 15 minutes of trying to stretch out a slippery ball sack and handle a razor around it, I'll take a few seconds of slight discomfort. I think what you do is when you put it on is you imagine me 
licking your balls more often because of the fact that you're doing the nair, and that just puts you in a whole different mode, ready to go. Oh, well, that helps, but, you know, certainly, I, I can, it, it, it's not actual pain. It's a little bit of discomfort, but it's not actual pain. It isn't. And, and women have used Nair for years. And yeah, really and in comparison to shaving, it's fucking glory. And it's a lot better for, for me. Okay, so okay. Other, than, other than cutting back the jungle, anything else? Uh, to, uh, what was the question again? I'm sorry. The exact <laughs> question. I got stuck on the whole Nair thing. <laughs> uh, the question was... Uh, do you have any tips for for the guys on how to get blown more often? Uh, I think one of the things that you've mentioned is open communication. And if the woman doesn't want to do it, there's several positioning is one thing. And I don't know if you talked about this or not, but. I mentioned it a little bit, but why don't you give your perspective on that? Because okay. you certainly have definitely have favorite positions to suck cock in. Right. And, and I think that that's important for the man to know because, uh, for instance, on the bed and the man's laying down and the woman's in between his legs. You know, that becomes very tiresome sometimes for some women on their knees on the bed. Yes, yeah, it's, it's it's tough bouncing up and down on top of somebody for 15 <laughs> minutes, isn't it? Well, if you want to... If you... <laughs> if you want to really... Welcome to my world, baby. <laughs> there you go again, making my face turn red. No, I'm sorry. Continue. If you really want the female to enjoy herself and be relaxed instead of, oh my gosh, I want to hurry up and get this over with because my knees are tired or my... Hands are getting tired, or they're getting soaking wet from all the <laughs> licking and dripping down my arm. Well, right, it's only women? dripping if you're doing it right. <laughs> right. Well, but if you're on women the women don't salivate a lot when they're sucking cock unless they're really getting into it. Well, I really get I mean, into it. A, I guess it's, it's a <laughs> no. It's a rudimentary psychological response to having something you like in your mouth, salivating a lot. So. I guess I really like it then. Oh, we know you do. <laughs> but as do the towels I sit on. <laughs> but on the sofa, when we're sitting on the sofa, and I can angle myself. You know, as I do, I can lean over and then the dripping tends to go down and not all over my hands because I'm sitting and leaning over onto your, onto your cock. So, and I can deep throat a lot better that way as well. So the, oh, I've noticed that. <laughs> so the, the female can enjoy it more. So and I'll, I'll, I will make another note. The, when you're deep throating in that position, uh, or when and any woman is deep throating in that position. Her tongue is actually on the more sensitive side of the cock when she's approaching from that direction. Correct. And the man tends to come a little sooner. So some women uh, don't like the fact that it takes a man a long time to come. So that is something that I think open communication is very important. I would counter, though, that a lot of those women really need to, suck, need to learn how to suck dick. Well, I agree with you, but there are some men that just take longer, though. You're right. not, oh, you're, that's true. You, yeah. you know. Um, if the woman is doing it right, the man will tend to come faster, but there are just some men that it takes longer. So there's different things that they could right, do. So their women have to get extra good at sucking dick. Right. Well, and also, you know, take a bit of a break or, or maybe she talks to him a little bit, you know, she might pull away for a minute and talk to him dirty to him and that gets him more excited. And then that helps him to come faster. You know, so that different things. Okay, so you're saying if you got a guy that has trouble coming from a blowjob, just try to mix it up a little bit more than you know than mixing up what you're doing with your mouth. Right, and and the man has to realize too if he if if it's if he's one of those out there that it takes a long time for him to come, especially if he's getting a blowjob and if it's not being done right or there's something that he enjoys more, he needs to tell her because every man is different, just like every woman getting her pussy licked is different. The woman needs to know what it is that the man enjoys. So if if she's doing it and it's not enjoyable for you, tell her. You know, stroke her hair, tell her and let her know. Or 
in my case, you pull my hair. No, just, <laughs> so that's to let you know you're doing it right. Though. I know. <laughs> uh, all right, uh, so it's about time to wrap it up. Uh, any last words for the audience on the topic of sucking cock? Just that I enjoy it, and I hope that the other women out there do too. All right, that just about wraps us up this time out. But before we can go, I have to give you guys your homework. Girls, your homework for this episode, should you have a stunt cock to practice on, is to give your man a surprise blowjob, asking and allowing nothing to be done to you in return, with extra credit for waking him up with a blowjob. Try one or two of the things we've talked about this evening, something you've never tried before with his cock in your mouth, and if you dare, post the results in a comment on the homework post on the website at sexualdarkage.com. Guys, your homework is to do some fucking lawn maintenance, so you deserve that surprise blowjob. Even if you can't bring yourself to shave your package, at the very least, you need to trim back the bush. Your cock will thank you once it's spending more time in your girl's mouth. Regarding pornoglyphs, I would like to announce that the winning pornoglyph for sex toys was version 1, which won by a very narrow margin. The final rendering is now up on the website, and that makes this episode kind of a pornoglyph twofer, since I have a new one for Fellatio Artist, a.k.a. Proud Little Cocksucker. I wanted to have a little fun with the scientific symbols for male and female, which you saw first in the sex toys glyph, but I have to say that the pornoglyph for Fellatio Artistry is probably my personal favorite one yet. You can check it out on sexualdarkage.com or Facebook, and I hope you like it as much as I do. I'm in the process of finishing up the t-shirt shop, so by Thanksgiving weekend at the latest, I'll be able to offer Pornoglyph shirts and other gear online. That's probably the beginning of a long line of wise-ass t-shirts that I've always wanted to design. Next week will be another listener mail show, followed by an episode about the art of licking pussy. If any of you girls felt picked on this time around, that should make you feel better, because I'm going to be just as tough on the guys. As always, please feel free to join in the conversation by posting anonymously on sexualdarkage.com, emailing jvaltharas at gmail.com, or calling into the listener line at 517-376-3116. There are several of you posting on the website regularly and a whole lot of people starting to talk a lot on Facebook, and I thank you for it. I'm planning to keep doing listener mail episodes in the off weeks for a little while as long as you guys are asking enough questions to make it worth the time. You can find Shara and I on Facebook and Twitter through the links on sexualdarkage.com. And if you are enjoying the show and you have iTunes, it would be great if you'd take the time to give me a good rating or review and help get the show out to more listeners. Anyone not podcast-friendly can listen to every episode through the Flash Players on sexualdarkage.com, and the more people we have listening, the easier it'll be to end the Dark Age. As always, thank you for listening, and until next time, this be me, J.V. Altharos, reminding you that a woman who doesn't suck dick is making a conscious effort to be a lousy fuck. <laughs>